Hey there, I'm Becky and welcome to the Literary Escapes podcast. Today on the podcast, we are going to take some literary escapes. I've got several books for you, so buckle up and don't worry about packing your bags. I've got you covered. Welcome to September and welcome to our destination of Scotland. I thought it would be good to share with you not only the books that we're going to be reading in the Literary Book Club this month, but I wanted to share a few others with you that I thought you might enjoy. Now, when I think of Scotland, and if you've listened to any of the previous recordings, you're probably going to know where I'm going to go with this, but I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, and a good chunk of the books of Harry Potter are set in Scotland. Granted, they never exactly tell us where Hogwarts is, but if you pull up a map and you head north from London for, I don't know, a good chunk of the day, you're going to wind up in Scotland. Depending on which way the train goes, you're going to wind up in Scotland, either on the east side, the west side. I don't think it's in the middle because it's on an island, but that's just my two cents. So Harry Potter, always a fun read, one of my favorites. Now to the books that I really am here to talk to you about. The first one I've got for you today is called Highland Witch by Susan Fletcher. This one is a historic fiction. I love a good historic fiction book. And this one goes back a little further than what I am normally able to find. Usually the historic fictions that I find are set around the World War II timeframe, maybe even sooner. But this one's set back in 1692. And it just sounded fascinating. So let me read this one to you. Uh, Let me read the blurb on this one to you. In 1692, brilliant, captivating Korag, accused witch, orphaned herbalist, and unforgettable heroine, is imprisoned for her supposed involvement in a massacre in the Scottish Highlands. Suspected of witchcraft and murder and awaiting her death, she tells her story to Charles Leslie, an Irish propagandist who seeks information to condemn the Protestant King William, rumored to be involved in the massacre. Hers is a story of passion, courage, love, and the magic of the natural world. By telling it, she transforms both their lives. So if you'd like a good historical picture, historical fiction that takes you way back to the late 1600s in Scotland, this might be a fun one to pick up. The next book I have for you is called Knots and Crosses by Ian Rankin. He is a good mystery writer, and this is the first book of his Inspector Rebus series. Again, it's called Knots and Crosses. Here's a little blurb on this one. Inspector John Rebus, his city is being terrorized by a baffling series of murders, and he's tied to a maniac by an invisible knot of blood. Once John Rebus served in Britain's elite SAS, now he's an Edinburgh cop who hides from his memories, misses promotion, and ignores a series of crank letters. But as the ghoulish killings mount and the tabloid headlines scream, Inspector Rebus cannot stop the feverish shrieks from within his own mind. Because he isn't just one cop trying to catch a killer. He's the man who's got all the pieces to the puzzle. So you want to get sucked into a good detective series, mystery series, pick up Knots and Crosses by Ian Rankin, and uh, it'll take you to Edinburgh. 
Book number three is called The Bookshop of Second Chances. And I love a good book that's uh, set in a bookshop. I uh, have a fondness for those. So this one is called The Bookshop of Second Chances by Jackie Frazier. It's contemporary romance set on the Scottish coast. This one, here's the blurb on this one. Thea Motram is having a bad month. She's been let go from her office job with no notice, and to make matters even worse, her husband of nearly 20 years has decided to leave her for one of her friends. Bewildered and completely lost, Thea doesn't know what to do, but when she learns that a distant great-uncle in Scotland has passed away, leaving her his home and a hefty antique book collection, decides to leave Sussex for a few weeks. Escaping to a small coastal town where no one knows her seems to be exactly what she needs. Almost instantly, Thea becomes enamored with the quaint cottage, comforted by its cozy rooms and the lovely but neglected garden. The locals in nearby Balderachi are just as warm, quirky, and inviting. The only person she can't seem to win over is bookshop owner Edward Maltrap, to whom she hopes to sell her uncle's book collection. His gruff attitude, fueled by an infamous long-standing feud with his brother, a local lord, tests Thea's patience, but bickering with Edward proves oddly refreshing and exciting, leading Thea to develop feelings she hasn't experienced in a long time. As she follows a thrilling yet terrifying impulse to stay in Scotland indefinitely, Thea realizes that her new life may quickly become just as complicated as the one she was running from. But that is book number three for you, four if you want to include Harry Potter, um, but book number three, The Bookshop of Second Chances by Jackie Frazier. And the funny thing is, is that I chose this one thinking, ooh, that sounds like a really good book. And as soon as I started digging into it, I realized I read it this summer. Um, no wonder I was drawn to it. And it was a fun book. So if you'd like a good romance set on the Scottish coast in a quaint little village, then The Bookshop of Second Chances by Jackie Frazier is a good one. The next book I have for you, book number four, is called Five Days in Sky by Carla Loriano. This one is also a romance. It is part of a series, book number one of the McDonald family series. And here's the blurb on this one. Andrea Sullivan is so consumed by her hospitality consultant job that she's forgotten what brings her joy. She dreads her new assignment, a last chance to snag a high-profile client in Scotland. Yet the lush Isle of Skye transcends her preconceptions, as does the man she must impress, the rugged blue-eyed Scotman, James MacDonald. He's passionate about cooking, but after six restaurants, four cookbooks, and his own television show, he's grown weary of the scrutiny that comes with living in the public eye. Soon, Andrea and James begin to sense these five days in the sky together may just be God's wild invitation into deeper, into a deeper life and a truer love. So that is book number four, Five Days in Sky, by author Carla Loriano. And if you want to read about a rugged blue-eyed Scotsman who's passionate about cooking, well, this might just be the book for you. Five Days in Sky by Carla Loriano. 
The next book I've got to you is called Cafe by the Sea by Jenny Colgan. This is going to be our companion book in the Literary Escape Book Club this month. And it is women's fiction set on a fictitious Scottish isle called Muir. As we continue our journey around Scotland, we are going to the fictitious isle of Muir with Cafe by the Sea by Jenny Colgan. This one is the first in a series of five books. The series is called Muir. And it's one of the things I like about this one is it has a map in there. I'm a big map nerd. And it has a map in the front of the book to show you the Isle of Muir. So I like seeing kind of where things are and what the author has in mind for you. This is women's fiction. And this is our companion book over in the Literary Escape Book Club this month. So if you'd like to read what we're reading in the book club, this will be one of the books. Here's the blurb on this one. Years ago, Flora fled the quiet Scottish Isle, island where she grew up. She hasn't looked back. What would she have done in Muir? It's a place where everybody has known her all her life, where no one will let her forget the past. In bright, bustling London, she can be anonymous, ambitious, and hopelessly in love with her boss. But when fate brings Flora back to the island, she's suddenly swept once more into the life with her brothers, all strapping loud and seemingly incapable of basic housework, and her father. Yet, even amid all the chaos of their reunion, Flora discovers a passion for cooking, and finding herself restoring dusty little pink-fronted shop on the harbor a cafe by the sea. But with the seasons changing, Flora must come to terms with her past mistakes and work out exactly where her future lies. So if you would like to go to the coast and hang out with Flora in her cafe, then Cafe by the Sea by Jenny Colgan. The last book I have for you is called Ellie and the Heartmaker. This is our book of the month in the book club and it is um, it's a little different than ones I normally read. I have read most of this book and I really am enjoying it. Let me read a little bit of this blurb for you because it sounds really good. Dan Hollis lives a happy solitary life carving exquisite Celtic harps in his barn in the countryside of the Moors. Here he can be himself away from social situations that he doesn't always get right or completely understand. On the anniversary of her beloved father's death, Ellie Jacobs takes a walk in the woods and comes across Dan's barn. She is enchanted by his collection. Dan gives her a heart made of cherry wood to match her cherry socks. He stores it for her, ready whenever she'd like to take lessons. Ellie begins visiting Dan almost daily and quickly learns that he isn't like other people. He makes her sandwiches precisely cut into triangles and repeatedly counts the 17 steps of the wooden staircase up to the practice room. Ellie soon realizes Dan isn't just different. In many ways, his world is better, and he gives her a fresh perspective on her own life. So if you'd like to get caught up in Ellie's world of harps and the harp maker, this one is called Ellie and the Harp Maker by Hazel Pryor. Like I said, this is what we're reading in the book club this month, and I'm looking forward to hearing the discussions on it. So I've talked about Scotland in a couple of other episodes that I wanted to mention for you. So if you want to go back and take a listen to them, episode number 53, I spoke with author 
Brenna Ash, and she writes historical romances that are set in Scotland in the Highlands. And so if you enjoy a good historical romance, you're definitely going to want to listen to that episode. Also, um, episode 16, which is um, probably about a year ago, I had a reader escape. A reader wanted to have a literary escape to Scotland. And so I recommended some books for her. So take a listen to both of those episodes also if you want to grab some more books from Scotland. So that is the books I've got for you this week. A little Escape to Scotland, which I don't know about you, but Scotland is on my bucket list and hope one day that I can get there and um, see what it's got for real. So come hang out with me in Scotland. If you'd like to check out the book club, I will leave a link in the show notes for you. And so you can come in and join us. Each month in the book club, we have two book discussions, and an author joins us. So this month, Hazel Pryor will be joining us in the book club. So if you'd like to get in on a little further discussions, a little deeper understanding of the books you're reading, this might just be the perfect place for you because we like to dive deep into the books, figure out what they're all about, really explore the territory that they're set in, and get to know the author and the stories behind the story. So... Have a great day and I will see you again here next week. Talk to you again soon.